We are back again. That's right. This is Just Another White Guys Podcast, and I'm Dustin Jones. Thank you for taking the time to once again download the show and come along with us on this ride. My special guest uh, today is the man, the myth, the legend himself, my good friend, Dana Wessel. Dana is part of a three-person morning show up in Minneapolis, Go 96.3, the Go fam, in full effect these days. I'm very excited to talk to him about what's going on in his life, his love of soccer, what's going on with him and his uh, radio show and his radio host these days, and also his upcoming trip to New York City to see his hero, Bruce Springsteen. All that and more is coming up on this edition of Just Another White Guys Podcast, so I hope you enjoy that. You'll forgive me if uh, I sound a little out of sorts. When we recorded this on Sunday morning, I was fighting a killer hangover. Uh, Nikki uh, put together a little outing for ourselves as well as uh, a group of people that she is a part of now called the Murderinos, Show, so shout out to them. Uh, she put this together. She's into this whole uh, true crime murder thing, and this is some people that she's met through going to outings and stuff like that. Not really something I'm into, but hey, that's part of being together and being in a relationship. Having things that we both like and are both into that don't have to be the same thing, that's awesome. So I'm also trying to embrace the fact that she's into these new things. She tolerates my love of nerdy movies and my obsession with New Japan Pro Wrestling and hockey and all those sorts of things. So the least I can do is try to at least embrace what she has going on. So we had fun with that, but we have also found that staying out till 2 in the morning and drinking and doing karaoke, maybe we're getting a little too old for that. But we had a blast. I got up and fought through it and uh, put this together so you guys could enjoy. I hope that uh, you do enjoy it. This is uh, the second one of the third season. We're going to try to keep this thing rolling every single week, bringing you entertainment, bringing you stories from my friends, and just having a good time. With that being said, let's get into the episode. Me and Dana talking about all things soccer to start the show. But first, my friends from Royal Blood. a typical a typical premier league saturday dude typical saturday so like especially this weekend there's just three straight matches back to back to back so i was woke up uh set, set the alarm alarm very early like 7 30 you know got up and uh just started watching matches early and then uh the the kicker was arsenal versus chelsea my beloved chelsea team and they were they, so I, I typically go to the bar to the pub to watch with the uh, with the fans and stuff. But I was watching on my couch and Chelsea were up two nothing, and I was like, oh well, things are going well. Maybe I should go to the bar because I'm a little superstitious, you know. Then all of a sudden it's two nothing. I'm like, oh, this is great. We're we're having fun. We're having a laugh. And then so I order a car, and then all of a sudden it's two one. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's all right. We're still having fun. Then all of a sudden it's two nothing. I'm like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> There's two two. I mean, and then uh, 
ended up uh, going to Brits and just kind of watch with all, all the other diehards. And it, it's fun to be in a room. I think you, you, you probably can relate to this with other like-minded people. You know what I mean? Cause most people aren't, you know, soccer fans or whatever. And being in like in a, in a room like Brits, you know, with a couple hundred other fans, you know, it's just kind of fun to, you know, be in that like-minded atmosphere. So you, you started out uh, on the couch and then ended up in, in a room full of, full of people to, Celebrate what ended up being a, a nice comeback win uh, for your for your team in the uh, in the closing the closing minutes of that match. Now I I can't take full credit for this, but I will take a little bit of credit because I watched the first I don't know fifteen minutes of the game, saw the first yeah. two goals. I was at uh-huh. bear in mind I'm at work, so you know I'm, uh-huh. I'm doing what I can. I get you, you I get, got it on a monitor, yeah, right. I get I get hooked into a phone call and actually have to do you know some work since I'm at work. Some actual work, yeah. Turn, <laughs> switch the monitor back over to the game. It's two two, and I go well. I probably shouldn't watch anymore because I feel like I often am a negative uh, to your team. So I was uh, yeah. tied up in that. So I stopped watching. Continued my work. Turned it back on in I guess well it was like the seventy third minute, and then boom. Uh- Goal scored. Yep. So I feel like, I mean, you're welcome that uh, I got that win. I I mean, I basically feel like I won that game for your team is basically what it comes down to. It's funny because the manager, after the match, he actually gave you credit. Uh, He was – you know, talking about, you know, they asked him, you know, how how did you, you know, pull this win off? And he he mentioned a couple of the players, but then he said specifically, you know, Dustin saw our first two goals uh, down in Texas, and it was great. And then he stopped watching, and then all of a sudden Arsenal scored two. But he went back and started watching again, and we—that's how we got the third goal. It's all because of Dustin. So he—he he, kind of gave you credit for uh, for all you did for Chelsea yesterday. It's, so I, mean, I really appreciate that, sir. It, it's it's understandable, and I'm glad that he gave me the credit that I'm due. Um, I haven't told right, you yeah. this. I haven't told you this yet. I I am a uh, a paid. Uh, what am I? What are they? I'm a consultant, really, uh, for for your consultant for Chelsea. I, I haven't, Thank I haven't, uh, I haven't used any of my clout yet to get you back over to Stamford Bridge and get you the uh, the VIP treatment that you so richly deserve. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for the right time. We'll, we'll see. Right but, time, uh, yeah. You know. Well, 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 yeah. Trust me, I appreciate all you do behind the scenes at uh, Chelsea Football Club. It, uh, it it doesn't go unnoticed, Dustin. <laughs> I, I, I do what I, I do what I can. Um, so. For those of you who don't know, Dana's team that he supports is is the Chelsea Football Club. Um, who is your most hated rival? Oh God, probably Arsenal. Probably the team we beat yesterday. I just I can't stand Arsenal. Arsenal or Tottenham. Just both of them are just they're just the worst. Gotcha. Okay. There are two. There are two teams that are also based in London, like Chelsea is, and so the. Uh, in soccer, it's called a it's called a derby, spelled Derby D E R B Y. Yep when you play a team that's uh, based on the same town as you. And uh, anytime we can beat one of those two teams is always just, just great for me. You, you've had the opportunity to go over uh, to London. Were you, you actually at a match, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Actually. So it's funny. Yesterday I was telling the story about when we were in, in London at Stamford bridge, I got to see them uh, beat Arsenal two nothing. Like my favorite, my favorite, you know, my favorite score line is two nothing in soccer. It's always said when you when you like thoroughly beat a team, it's two nothing is like my perfect score line. And we beat them two nothing uh, three years ago now. But uh, yeah, about right about right about around now. Yeah. When 
now I, I'm I'm kind of a novice in soccer. I enjoy watching it. I've I've certainly come yeah. around on on you know it's it's an easy sport to watch if you actually get past the oh they're just kicking the ball around. I mean there's yeah. there's all kinds of there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it and there's nuances and strategy and that sort of stuff. But one thing that I'm curious to to get your take on is I've watched the, I watched maybe one or one and a half matches uh, last weekend on the first weekend. I've watched a little bit this weekend. It seems like there's a little bit more scoring. Does that have more to do with it's early in the season or is it just just is it, I I don't know. It seems like there's a few more goals than I'm than we normally see. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it has to do with the fact that the, all like a lot of these guys are the best players in the world. They're all coming off a World Cup, you know, so they're kind of yeah. especially the defenses. You know, they're they're uh, they're you know they're kind of struggling a little bit right now, just because you know you you come off a, a long summer, you know, where you, you you're playing in a different country and now you're back with the club, you know, and it's uh, and the goals are always fun though because I mean that, that's what makes it exciting. But yeah, it definitely has been uh, nice with like you know the casuals like you, Dustin, to kind of get into it a little bit just because of uh, you know anytime anytime there's a goal, it's exciting, you know. So the um, and you you talk about the World Cup and so many of those guys were off and, and playing for their their countries, and that's a lot of time that that they probably would have spent just training and getting ready for Premier League season rather than playing you know, their sport at the highest level for the whole summer before right. then coming back and then playing uh in the in the uh the Premier League. In the Premier uh, League, yeah. Did you I watched uh actually I watched quite a bit of World Cup the way the uh the games broke down and in, in terms of when they were on and uh the days that they played I actually got to see quite a bit with my schedule. What did you think overall uh of the World Cup this year? Oh, I thought it was the best World Cup of our lifetimes for sure. Um, I, I always go back to the 2002 World Cup just because that's when the U.S. made it the furthest, and we beat Mexico in the round of 16. But this uh, this World Cup, in terms of quality of play, in terms of exciting matches, this was definitely I consider the best World Cup uh, that I've ever gotten to watch. And it was just an awesome privilege to be able to just watch it every day, you know, and take it all in. And I think I watched every match, including the third place match, <laughs> which is. <laughs> A little intense, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great World Cup, and uh, it was, you know, it was it was really special actually for us soccer fans and for the people like you too who kind of got you know interested, you kind of got hooked on a little bit, like oh wow, this this is actually kind of cool, you know. And yeah, and you just so that's always fun. To it, and what's interesting is I think there were, and I think overall, I mean, maybe the viewership was down a little bit. It certainly seemed like the talk about it was up, um, and I think there was some concern that, you know. Hang on, this is gonna don't don't cry or get emotional. But the fact that the U.S. team didn't make it, it's, it's I know it's, I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking at my tattoo right now, my I, U.S. soccer tattoo. As you mentioned that, I know it's like a, probably like a top three worst uh, worst day of your life. Um, yeah, but did that almost free you up to just enjoy the World Cup instead of? wondering what was going to happen or you know is yeah. the is the u.s team going to make it out of group or all that sort of stuff did it uh -huh. just kind of allow you to spend a month just enjoying soccer yeah and that's my wife has mentioned that a lot actually heather you know heather well um she's talked about that too versus like because normally she's like so we were only together for one world cup and she after seeing how devastated it was and 2012 she was like oh, okay well or uh 2014 she's like i'm not uh i might just go out of town for the next world cup and then 
this one came around and, you know, obviously the U S didn't qualify, which is a bummer, but no, it, it did kind of just free me up to just kind of like sit back and relax and just enjoy it, you know? Cause like you said, normally I'm so stressed out about, Oh my God, you know, the U S and if they get out of the group and stuff. And then once they get knocked out, inevitably, I always just like end up like sulking and like, I don't even want to watch the rest of the tournament, you know, but this year just kind of, this world cup just kind of freed me up. Like you said, just kind of enjoy and relax and uh, take it all in. Do you think in your lifetime you will see the U.S. men's national team get to a semifinal in a World Cup or a final? Uh, yes, especially because we have the 2026 World Cup. Playing on home soil, I think that we have enough, especially because, I mean, Christian Pulisic is our best player right now, and he's barely old enough to drink. So <laughs> like, he's going to only be like 26 or 27 in a couple of years in the uh, 2026 world cup. So I, I, I do think that we'll at least make a semifinal now world cup. I don't want to say win it because I don't know if that's realistically possible, but I think we have a really good chance to be at least in the last four. Uh, are you already saving up for the month that you're going to take off? Uh, for that World Cup and all of the traveling that yeah. you're gonna have to do, like, do you oh, already, that's the thing. Do you, I, I, do you already have like a bank account open where you're already putting money aside for that? I, I basically just want to get an RV and just drive around. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, with, with the World Cup, you know, it's not like it's in like one central location. It's you know all over the country, and we have such a big country that I just want to get an RV and just drive around. You know, Matt, every day to go to different matches. As soon as one match is over, just drive to, you know, from wherever, you know, Kansas City will probably have a match, then just hit Denver and hit Texas and go to California and just drive around and just take it all in, you know? Well, with all the people that you interact with in your day job, you got to know someone that could hook you up with uh, even something better than, than an RV, like one of those nice tour bus sort of traveling sort of sort of things. I, I, I got to think that you know someone that could get you a hookup on that. It, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to give it to you for free, but I mean, they could probably find right, a yeah. way to, to get you a little deal on it. And Hey, you never know. I mean, why not just take the morning show on tour? Like get that's that right. That's not a bad idea. Just go to place, to honestly, place. Bring, honestly, bring the power, bring honestly, the power of go positivity to the entire country <laughs> for world cup season. Put me in a room yeah. with your sales staff. I'll get this done for you. <laughs> I I still like I don't so much need like a or a, I I definitely could use the hookup, but what I need even more than that is just somebody that's willing to drive it. Because let's be honest, especially if the U.S. is playing, you know, after those matches, I'm not going to be able to ho- operate heavy machinery. Oh no 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 <laughs> no! You're definitely going to plus you're going to need someone that maybe doesn't really care that much about the matches because. They're going to need to be driving overnight while you guys are yeah. sleeping off the previous day's activities yeah. and preparing for uh, for going at it again. Exactly. Yeah. So those, I, I, those big tour buses I, though usually require like a special license. So I would imagine you have to bring a driver with you. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that's like a class L or something like uh, something like that that I. I definitely do not have so we'll need somebody to drive it and that's 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 my biggest concern is uh finding somebody that can uh operate uh, that vehicle for us because god I, i'm bad at bad as it is parallel parking i need somebody to uh operate that shit the, the good news is the good news is you have time to figure it out right yeah i was gonna say we have what eight years yeah we got time <laughs> is there is there any part of you that wants to hop on a plane and go to cutter 
for uh, four years from now and spend Thanksgiving in the Middle East? Yeah, that's that's the worst part about the next World Cup, dude, is how it's, you know, over Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because the World Cup's always supposed to be a summer thing, you know, it always has been. And it's a bummer now that it's going to be in the middle of the, the summer or middle of the holiday season. No, I really don't. It's, I mean, just everything that's going on with this World Cup, it's so, it just sucks so bad, you know. It's, all the people who have died building stadiums and, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, they, they won't let women in the stadiums, I guess, unless they're have full headdress on and stuff. It's just like, it's just kind of a bummer of a thing because soccer is supposed to be such a, you know, communal awesome thing, but yeah, it's just a bummer of the world cup that's happening in Qatar. Yeah. I mean, what they just legitimately cannot play in those summer months. People will literally die. It's like a hundred and, yeah. The air temperature is like 120 20 degrees. You get people out on a pitch. You get that radiant heat coming up. I mean, it's going to be 140 degrees. You'd have their boots would be melting. People would die. It, it would be really bad. And, and what's interesting is when the World Cup is played in the summertime, they usually have the sports landscape to themselves because it's right. baseball season. No one really cares that much about baseball in you know June, all, the first yeah, like part around of July. like all star break type stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of had the whole landscape to themselves. But you put that in Thanksgiving and running into Christmas, you're competing with uh, basketball season. You're competing with NFL. It's going to be interesting to see how all of that works. Now, because they're going to be on at such weird times, might actually be a benefit. You know, they can spend all Sunday plugging what's coming up for football or or that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's going to certainly be a be a different thing. The one nice thing though, it's going to give you something to do in the winter time. That's a good point, yeah. I'll look forward to that for sure. <laughs> and by you then know, by then by then we'll be, you know, celebrating a, a Minnesota Wild dynasty, so, you know, it should be totally fine. Yeah, exactly. The Wild will have won at least at least two, probably three Stanley Cups by then, so. Now, that I don't like your tone of voice on that. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I, 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 I mean, it needs to happen in this day. Though. That's I, what I mean, I, I feel, I feel, I feel like, I feel like it's like, more you know, likely that the that the U.S. men's national team is going to win the World Cup before before the Wild win the Stanley Cup. Well, that's the thing, though. Like hockey is such like a weird game, you know, not a weird game, but just like you know, fluky things happen. You know what I mean? That's why I always think like you know, just get a hot goaltender and stands on his head, and you know take a seven seed and just ride it through to the Stanley cup. Like why, why not us? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if we could get into a playoffs with, you know, not our best players hurt or getting hurt at, at some point, it would be helpful. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't need to go on a hockey tangent. We will, we'll move along. We've, no one cares at this point. It's not hockey season yet. <laughs> Although I am starting to get a little excited I did get a uh, e uh, text alert on uh, Twitter the other day that we're like 50 days from uh, dropping the puck on the regular season, so I'm excited about. Oh, that. really? Only 50 days? Wow! Yeah. yeah. Home oh, home crazy. opener home opener I think's in 47 days now. Look at you! you, you you're all the way down in Texas. You, you better track of the local team than I do. It's amazing. Well, you know, <laughs> we all have our obsessions. Exactly. It's, it's your it's your squad, and I love it. I love uh, I love how passionate you are, dude. That. I care far more about Minnesota wild hockey than I care about any other sport, any of my other teams. My Seahawks are going to probably suck this year. Portland trailblazers have never been good. Hardly ever. Um, 
I mean, my Seattle well, Mariners, they, they my Seattle attacked, Mariners they, were good for like five minutes. If uh, if the Trailblazers were to draft a Jordan, you know, back in the day, it might be a different story. <laughs> oh, but we had Clyde Drexler. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, oh, no, not only that, I, I can I can forgive I can forgive the Drexler over Jordan. What I can't forgive is Greg mm-hmm. Oden over uh, Kevin. Durant. Oh, Durant. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the that big one. one. Those things. And because I I can I can tell you where I was sitting in my apartment in St. Paul the night that the Trailblazers won the draft lottery. I was so excited, and then I was like. They're gonna draft this kid, Greg Oden, and it's gonna go poor. They're gonna draft the Ohio State kid and not uh, not Durant. <laughs> yeah. And once again, it was a similar it was a similar situation to the the Drexler draft in that they had a guy who already kind of played that position, so they didn't want to to try to uh, unseat Brandon Roy. And then Brandon Roy's knees go out; he's out of the league. Brand, Brand and Kevin, no and Kevin Durant's just like a top five all time NBA player. No all-time big deal. Player, yeah. No yeah, well, I, I'm just glad that uh, it uh, hasn't caused you any emotional angst. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not bitter about it at all. It, that's, that's yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I can tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely fine. It's totally good. So let's talk about, uh, for those of you who may not know and then are listening to this, uh, Dana is one of uh, three hosts of a very popular morning show in the Twin Cities, and... Um, Talk a little bit about uh, what you guys are doing uh, with your morning show and 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 what's going on at, at the in the Go Fam. Yeah, with the Go Fam, yeah, we, like you said, we got a show. Uh, it's called Ben, Dane, and Giselle. The three of us. Uh, we're a three-headed monster, and we're just trying to do a show that's like real and fun, and just you know, just not fake. Because I feel like a lot of times radio is just so fake and phony. You know what I mean? Because You've been in it, you know how like sometimes when like, everybody starts to talk like this. Hey, everybody, you're listening yeah, to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we're back. You know, like we're just trying to be like three friends that play cool music and goof around and have a lot of fun on the radio. And uh, seems like people are responding to it a lot. You know, and we you know, like the Go Fam is real, man. We've uh, we've had uh, some good success lately, and it's just cool to you know be able to do a show the way you want to do a show. You know, and we just. You know, we call our own shots. Like our bosses just kind of our hands off and let us do what we want to do, and we're just you know three friends that goof around and play cool music. So, you guys, is this like year three, year two of the of? Uh, year yeah, no. I was, uh, sorry, I paused. I was thinking in my head. Yeah. So Ben and I, Ben and I first started the show. It was called Ben and Dana, and then we were always looking for a third, and then well. Six or seven months into it, we had interviewed a bunch of people and uh, randomly came across Giselle just because she um, used to intern at a radio station that my boss had, you know, back in the day. And we were just like, "Yeah, no, that's that's it. It's, this is this is our person." So she came back from LA and moved back to Minnesota, and we've kind of been doing it for about two and a half, uh, almost three years now. And. I had, you know, I make the effort to listen um, when I can. I, I especially uh, enjoy Friday jams. That's uh, Friday jams. You know, I'm, I'm in for Friday jams, and it also works because uh, that's one of the days that I actually go to work uh, is a Friday. Um, so, because <laughs> of the way my schedule works, we talk about radio schedules being weird, and which I actually have a, a question for you here in just a few minutes about about that sort of schedule. Yeah. But, um, you guys. 
really seemed to try to focus on not only being real, but having a much more positive focus to your show. Is that something that mm-hmm. that was a concerted effort? Did that happen just naturally, or how how did that shift happen for you guys? I think I think it's always kind of been a concerted effort, you know, just because. You know, we feel privileged to get to do what we do. And, you know, people are driving to work, you know, a job they might not like or going to do something they might not want to do. And it's like, we might as well just have fun, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, in 2018 right now, things kind of suck, Dustin, you know? But so we just try to keep it positive and just try to, you know, find find ways to make people happy, make people smile because, you know, there's tons of ways you can, tons of places you can hear and listen to about, oh, yeah, this sucks, this sucks, you know, the news, you know, president whatever this podcast but being one try- of them yeah <laughs> we just try to you know just goof around and have fun because like why not you know we, we we got a platform might as well use it to uh, at least make people smile a little bit if we can so as you guys have been doing the show coming up you know close to three years now what's the what's the biggest thing that you've seen change with your show is there something you can point to and go this is how it was when we first started, but this is, you know, we've, we've been able to get it to this and it, that's made it even better. I just think honestly, like the, the three of us have become closer, you know, like we already were good friends and, uh, you know, when you're in, when you're in a room with somebody for, you know, four to five, six hours, you know, by the time we get there early and the show lasts for four hours, but when you're in that room for somebody that long, it just, you, you kind of become closer and it, uh, I, I've noticed it too, especially with like the people that listen to us, like they've all kind of gotten a vibe for it and they appreciate that. And, you know, we've come close to the listeners too. Like some of the listeners are like my best friends. <laughs> like, how did you, how did you meet so-and-so? Oh, he used to listen to the show and came to a bar appearance one time and now he's my best friend. You know, it's, uh, it, it's kind of cool like that to have that experience. And you, you have kind of attractive being personality anyway, you, uh, kind of, pull people into into your uh your sphere of influence and 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 for a positive way i feel like you have a personality that attracts people you're always you're always the kind of person that always is trying to lift someone up instead of trying to push them to the side or 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 tear them down and and people i think with so much negativity in the world are drawn to someone that is real and is uplifting and is fun i think that's why people uh, are drawn to you guys i think that's why they're drawn to the show ben and especially I, I don't know Ben as well. Um, I interact with Giselle um, from time to time. She does Instagram lives and, and that sort of stuff. And, and her focus is a real concerted focus on on being uplifting and being positive and, and going after things. And not just – and I, I think it's it's certainly – certainly a little a little more female-centric focus. That's not her only focus. I think she, she – tries to frame things in ways that's uplifting for everyone she has also trying right, to, to point women. out to point out how you know women don't have to be held back and and they can they can do their own things what's uh what's giselle brought to the group for you guys no just like a total positive energy and just like a great friendship like she's honestly like the little sister that i never had or never knew i needed and you know she's awesome she uh you know, you said she does so much for in terms of positivity and stuff. Like she just like brings to the table and it's awesome. Like I just, like, like I told you earlier, like as soon as we met her, I was like, yep, this is, uh, this is my ride or die co-host friend. Like I want to, you know, I'll work with her until the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like she's just a, a good person, super energy and just, you know, super driven and focused. And I just love working with her. Like honestly, consider myself privileged. 
she did an Instagram live. I think it was on Friday. I think she mm-hmm. was in studio after after you guys had been done with your shift. Like a couple. Oh yeah, hours. I was already. I was already. I, I was already taking a nap at that point. <laughs> she's, she's in there. She's in there learning how to run a board, which is something that right. kind of seems like it should be easy until you actually go and do it. As I I know from experience, having run uh, boards for large radio stations, I I got nervous every time I sat down in front of a board, just because I was afraid that I was going to screw up or leave a mic open, which I've done. Right. Done while, many times, yeah, me the, too. <laughs> while I'm sitting in the the control room with the mic open and we're you know talking whatever over commercials, that's that's oh a god, super, did we that's swear? A super fun yeah. feeling. <laughs> but she was in there and and they were just talking about you know positive and and how you need to go after things and it was one of those things that I didn't even know that it was a conversation that I needed to hear, but it hit me so hard mm-hmm. and and she said something in there that it was like. Stop telling yourself no. Let other people tell you no. And I was like, holy shit. That, like, that's 100% something that I need to work on in my life. So it's one of those things where I, I generally don't look at Instagram a ton, but I happened to turn mm-hmm. it on that day because I you know, wasn't doing anything at that moment at work. And it's, it's amazing the power that, that something like that can have on you. And that's one of the things that if you go and seek out Giselle's Instagram you will definitely find for her. And that has to be such a great influence on a morning show, especially in an era where there's a lot of negativity and stuff like that. So that that just adds a freshness, I think to your guys' show. And I will say one thing that I don't like about Giselle is that she went to USC, but that's just just because I was born 20 minutes from Oregon state university and I support the Beavers, even though we suck until the end. So if I had one negative against Giselle, it's that she went to USC. But it's a CZ USC can, grad. No, but yeah. I can forgive her for that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's great, and she helps like elevate her show to new levels. You know, like with her positivity, it's just like, okay, like what can we try now? What can we, you know, how can we make this better? You know, she's always on that, and you know, kind of same wave, same wavelength as me, trying to, you know, all right, well, how can we get better? How can we do this? How can we do this better? And it's. Honestly, she's a great person to work with. I absolutely, I absolutely adore working with her. And I'm completely selfish, and I figured if we talked her about her for ten or fifteen minutes, she might, you know, promote this to people and maybe help me out a little bit. You know, if I bet. <laughs> well, I we got we we got to get her we got to get her on uh, just another white guy podcast. We got to get her on. I just put her, I just put her over for fifteen minutes so she could come on and talk. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think <laughs> I had did. it. I had it set up once for her to come on and record and her schedule got jacked up and then i you know yeah, yeah. wasn't doing anything and then i you know stopped recording again as i am one to do but hey but hey you're back at it though that's you're right we're, back. we're back on the grind i'm tired of I'm, I'm no longer letting i'm no longer telling myself no i'm gonna let other people no. tell me no by not listening to this just, program but i'm still putting it out just do it and grind it up man it's awesome i love it and then there's ben but no one cares about ben really no, just kidding. kidding but so Ben Ben just got married, right? So that gives that yes. Ben's married now. You're married. So you gotta get Giselle uh-huh. hitched at some point. We gotta you gotta you'll have to turn that into an episodic deal where you know build to uh you need to like a reality show. that'll be your rating sweep one year is that uh leading into Giselle finally getting married. Oh, I know, yeah. Um, yeah, because, like dudes slide in my DMs all the time and they're like, Hey, what's the deal with your co host? I'm like, Okay, well, if if you need to ask me to get her, like you, she don't have a chance. But you know, it's just 
Yeah, no, that would, I, I, we joked after Ben got married, we're like, just all right, you're up. I did mine. We talked about on the air, Ben did his and talked about on the air and, uh, let's go. <laughs> that, that would be the ultimate go show flyaway. put together a big show. And then it could be like, uh, when macho man and Elizabeth got married bet, at, yeah. at SummerSlam, just in between sets of two really awesome bands, have Giselle and, and her fiance get married in front of the go fam. <laughs> And then, you know, oh, out, comes, out comes out comes 21 pilot. I don't know who whoever is yeah, the thing at the whoever, time. Yeah. And then if if I think that would be the biggest go show of all time. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. I'm gonna, I'm actually going to float the idea to just all in the bosses. I feel like I feel like you should be taking notes of my ideas so that um you can give them and pass them on as your own at work. No, I already have. I I, I have a notepad in front of me right now, Dustin. Don't, Come don't, on now. I don't you know I don't need a job in the radio business anymore. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> get you hooked up, man. So maybe if I ever make it back to the Twin Cities, I'm just going to apply for an internship with the GoFam, and we'll see what happens. No, well, we'll get you. Uh, we'll get you on week to, uh, weekends at least, or overnights yeah. or something. And get you going. Just, uh, back I, feel, to, I feel like uh, I feel like you would fit in really well with the GoFam. You have that silky the, smooth, buttery radio voice back already. To the, back to the overnights. Back where it all began. <laughs> I, I well, used to yeah, I used know. to crush it. I used to crush it on overnights. I never talked because I was always turning Art Bell on on fifteen hundred. But you know, it's totally fine. Well, I mean, I feel like that voice—the voice of yours—needs to be on the radio. People need to hear it more than just on just another white guy podcast. Wait, you're saying that my podcast isn't good enough? No, no. no I mean, it's great, but I feel like we, no, we need we're to give take, you a bigger platform. We're going to take this thing worldwide. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 only been I've only been putting out sporadic podcasts for five years. It's totally fine. I'm not I'm not bitter about it or anything. It's because I have a terrible work ethic. Anyway, what's what's with the epidemic of head injuries at your radio station? I thought radio was a non-contact sport. I thought that too. Yeah, man. We got we got two guys all right now with concussions. It's, uh, it's ugly. <laughs> and your wife is is starting a uh, GoFundMe for a helmet for you for your Lyme lime ride what is it lime something lime yeah so so they're called limes they're oh, these electronic it, scooters you say lime life that's where i was getting the second part yeah from. i i yeah dustin i live that hashtag lime life and hashtag lime life. yeah uh my uh my wife and my mom are trying to get me to get a helmet because they don't want me to you know hit my head too so i'm looking into it but uh yeah no those scooters are the best man i'm probably gonna after we get done with this podcast, open up the app and see if there's any limes around. I can go jump on and go scoot around a little bit. That's, I mean, what better, what better way could you spend a Sunday than just scooting around? No, exactly. You know, it's it, it's kind of very, very, uh, just very fun just to scoot around and enjoy a little bit. You know, you can go around the lake. You know, because I live in Minneapolis, right by uh, Lake Calhoun, and just go scoot around a little bit and just kind of uh, come and see what the day takes you. I feel like if your mom and your wife really loved you, they would get you a sweet, like almost like a motorcycle helmet, but that was custom painted mm-hmm. like a hockey mask. Oh yeah, like, like some of those gold get like, uh, yeah, get like the idea. Chelsea logo on one side, U.S. Men's National Team on the other side. Get a nice uh, little airbrushed picture of Bruce on the back. <laughs> oh know, God, that'd be sexy. Flames. And then you know uh, you know what I was thinking it def- about. It, I definitely, was actually it looking- definitely would have to have a quote from uh, Fast and Furious on there, right? Like, like, you know, uh, like inspira- you know, something inspirational. I live my life a quarter mile at a time, That's Don right. Toretto. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, no, I was actually looking on eBay because I thought, like, what kind of helmet would be fitting, you know? And I just, you know, without going custom on it, I was looking at for an old XFL helmet from back in the day, you know, like a, <laughs> like a Memphis Maniacs, like their actual, like, full-size helmet. <laughs> so I was looking for some of those, but they were, like, four or $500. I don't know if there's a market for old XFL helmets, but apparently there is. <laughs> well, and not only that, I mean... We both know how uh, Vince McMahon reacts to his uh, keeping everything that he's ever spent money on in-house. That I guarantee you there's a warehouse somewhere in Stamford, Connecticut that has stacks and stacks of XFL stacks. gear. Yeah. Oh, don't be surprised when the XFL comes back if they bring out the old pads and stuff that they used to give out, like like your middle school coach diving back into the athletic closet going, here – your dad used these 25 years ago. They still work. Don't worry. Just put them in. <laughs> well, don't just go for it. Who cares? We'll just, dust, yeah. we'll just dust it off. Who cares if the technology for head protection has evolved over the last 25 years? Just put this old helmet on. It's totally fine. <laughs> just put this old helmet on. Yeah, it's leather, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> leather helmets. Man, I feel like we would be much tougher as a society if we just wore leather helmets when we played football. Yeah, yeah, I might not. Yeah, I, I played all. What did you, did you play? I, I played all line, and I was not good, and I got bashed in the head a lot. I feel like I'd be dead at this point if I. Oh yeah, had a leather helmet on. Yeah, I I was uh, down in the uh, the trenches battling it out. Seventh and eighth. I, grade I was football. Pull, I was I was a pulling guard. What about you? I was a uh, immobile tackle. <laughs> okay, I can, I can picture you pancaking some some you know, fools on the D line. I crushed a little bit once every every now and then. I was more, I was uh, yeah. I think I was better suited uh, as like a nose tackle. Sure. Okay. Who's that? Uh, who is that guy that played for uh, for the Packers that was like real fat and played like nose guard? Like oh oh yeah, I can picture him. I can't think of his name though, like, but I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Just picture that only less talented. And, you know, <laughs> other things. And white. I wasn't going to get racist about it, but if you're going to, you know, less of a tan. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't being racist either. Accident, I was just accidental. Ra- no, I, I, let's be clear. I didn't actually think he was being racist. I don't want anybody to be triggered. I know everyone gets offended these days, but it's a joke. Hashtag jokes. It's what we got here is jokes. So we got all we got is hashtag jokes. We're 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 in we're you know about halfway through through our time here because you know we try, try to grind out a solid hour on just another white guys yeah, podcast. Make sure the people are fully entertained. We uh, did you know that SummerSlam is tonight? I was actually just uh, when you brought up Vince McMahon, I was going to ask you about that. Like I just found out earlier this weekend that SummerSlam is tonight. I haven't been like keeping up as well as I should. Is is this a card I should check out? What do you think? Oh. I have no idea. I stopped watching WWE. Yeah, I know you did. And you got the, I mean, you're all about, uh, you know, the other wrestling, which I'm, is amazing. I'm all, but... I'm all about, uh, I'm all about New Japan Pro Wrestling these days and, uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a nice sprinkling of Ring of Honor. I'm actually a couple shows behind. The Ring of Honor has been over in uh, London uh, doing some shows uh, the last few days. I got to gotta get in and, and, and get to watching those. But I spent the last month enjoying the greatest professional wrestling tournament of all time, the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 28, which, man, 
if you have some time, you got to get. I mean, I know I've I've mentioned to you before that uh, they're they're showing this stuff some some of this stuff on Access, and which is probably the best yeah. way to watch it for someone that uh, is kind of a novice to the product because they they really clip out like all the really really good stuff. There were so many good matches over the last month. It's really a really impressive tournament, and uh, it's just it's hard to watch that style of pro wrestling and then, and then try, try to, go and back then try to watch WWE because raw yeah. is so God awful. It's three yeah. hours. It's boring. It's boring as shit, man. God, yeah. like every, every year around like, you know, January, you know, I get in cause Royal rumble and I try like, all right, well, this will be year. I'll get back into it. And then I watch WrestleMania and I'm just like, Oh, I just, just can't do this. It's not, it's not a good product. No. This is the first time since I've owned a DVR that Raw and SmackDown are not on my recording list. Not even on your recording I radar? Wow. I, I literally deleted them off all future recordings because I just don't have the time, nor do I care, to sit through. I will listen to re- the recaps when Dave Meltzer and, and Brian Alvarez do their uh, weekly recaps of the show. It it helps, sure. you know, get me through the day. You know, I listen to all their stuff anyway. And it's just every time they're talking about this thing that happened, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I do I'm yeah. I'm glad I spent the 20 minutes listening because even that was barely enough to keep my my entertainment level up. It's just it's hard. It's everyone is kind of the same. And that makes mm-hmm. it completely uninteresting to me. Well, I saw that tonight, like, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns are fighting again. I was like, it's like I haven't seen this match, like, like, the 250th time. time. Yeah, I was just like, oh God, like how is that going to get somebody to be like, oh, I got to see this match. And, like, I just saw it and I just rolled my eyes. I almost thought it was a joke at first. I'm like, really? They're, they're, going, they're doing it again? <laughs> really? Just, they just keep running it back because... I don't I don't understand the the logic to it. They they just they they put on a really terrible TV show and they try to act mm-hmm. they they try to act like what they do is so great and so important and it just it's not fun to watch anymore. No, like I not would at all. I would I if you would have told me when I was a kid that every Monday night I could watch 3 hours of wrestling every single week I would have been no, so I would have, excited. I would have passed out like happiness. The best thing ever. And then you give me this, and it's there's no there's no ability to to jeez, I can't even say it to suspend my disbelief. There's nothing right. that grabs me, and I it makes me mm-hmm. go, oh whoa, this is really awesome. Now the one thing that could be interesting is most of the main individuals that are leading the charge for the American side over in new Japan, there's a group of folks, uh, the young bucks, uh, Kenny Omega, uh, and Cody Rhodes all have contracts coming up, uh, you know, here at the end of the year. So there's an opportunity. Could WWE just offer them all of this money now that they're going to have this hundreds of millions of dollars of TV money that they're going to be getting and do an actual legitimate invasion angle. Perhaps, but I have no confidence in their ability to pull that off. I would much rather that those guys stayed where they are because that's where I find them the most entertaining. I don't know if that'll happen. Right, that's that's where you find the most interesting, you know, entertaining, and 
Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have zero confidence in WWE pulling off an invasion angle just because of how bad they butchered the WCW angle back in the that day. You know, so awful. It just, I don't know. It maybe maybe you and I were just spoiled just because we grew up in you know in the Austin Rock and DX era. You know, or we, de- we definitely were, and and, and and I mean, I also you know I watched WTBS. I watched you know. I, I was lucky enough that I had when I had cable when I was younger, we got TBS, so I watched uh, the Sunday shows sometimes, you know, when Flair and Dusty Dude, did you watch Thunder? I used to watch Thunder. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched Thunder as well. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Oh, they, I mean, I used, to, I used to watch pretty much everything that was on TV. Also, we had, like, 15 channels to choose from, so, you know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. wrestling's on tonight. Sweet. I know what I'm doing for the next two hours. Exactly. But what's what's interesting to me is that New Japan has taken the step, along with Ring of Honor, to go and run Madison Square Garden the night before WrestleMania in New York. And, and you got front row seats, dude. I'm they, so jealous. They sold that place out on the first day. That's so cool. No wrestling company has run a show in that building that was not promoted by Vince McMahon since like 1960. And you're gonna be in the front row. I will be in the front row, and I'm God. I'm very, so I'm very like I, I, I'm just like glowing how excited I am for you. You know. Well, you'll have to you'll have to give me the report on things that I I have to do in New York when you are are there next month. I mean, I know obviously I have to go to uh, to the Hooters from Big Daddy, which I definitely will. Do. Oh yeah, I mean that's just that's just a staple. I mean you got exactly. you got it. I mean it's a it's a national landmark at this point. You know, how, one of the how else am I great get, films of all time? And, where else would I get delicious wings? Yeah, you got to go to the Hooters from Big Daddy. I mean that's just, it's just you know what people do. <laughs> but but we talk about how excited I am for for those seats and to go to that show. Let's talk about something that's going on in New York much sooner than that that you're very excited for i'm not going to try to make you cry or anything but you're about to go see bruce live on broadway so let's let's talk about that for a minute i'm so excited dude it's 20 days from right now and yeah honestly i get choked up just even thinking about it so bruce bruce springsteen is my he's my guy he's you know he's been since middle school and he's always you know done any, any, everything for bruce and he's doing broadway show and it's this a tiny little arena, you know, like 500 seats. And I tried so hard to get tickets and couldn't get them. He extended the tour through the summer, couldn't get tickets again, got shut out. And then he extended them through Christmas and I was able to finally get tickets. And, oh my God, dude, I just, I just get chills just thinking about it. And how appropriate that it's, you know, the month of your wedding anniversary. So you guys get to, to go celebrate in, you know, and work in another, I mean, you, you went to, uh, you went to a Bruce show right after you got married, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we got married on uh Saturday, September 10th, two years ago. And then we hopped a plane at like five in the morning after our wedding. We basically just threw clothes on and left to go to Pittsburgh to go check out a Bruce Springsteen, the Eastery band show. <laughs> so just, you, you know, you get to, it's like you get to spend your uh, anniversary with Bruce. So, I mean, really, just for you, he should have something going on every September that you can go to and, and be a part of. So I feel, like, I feel like that would be appropriate, yeah. Can I tell you a funny story about, uh, can I tell you a funny story about the, uh, the uh, show after the day after we got married? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, so uh, you know Heather really well, and so we and let's ended be clear, up. I don't know uh, her like in a biblical sense. I've just had lots of conversations yeah. with her. But you you talk to her, and you guys have each other's phone number. So so I'm going to embarrass Heather here for a story. So um, uh, to get into the pit at Bruce Springsteen shows, there's like a lottery involved, you know, where you, if you have a GA ticket, you can go and get a number, and you might have a chance. But we were like, we're getting married, you know, like we want guaranteed pit tickets. So we donated to Stephen Van Zandt, who played Sylvia on Sopranos, the lead guitarist in Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. So we made a donation to, you know, ensure that we would have, you know, pit wristbands so we could be right near the stage. So the day of the show, the night of the show, like we go and we get our wristbands and we also find out that we got to meet Steve, you know? So they, they bring us up with these tickets and they bring us up into uh, like this suite level area and Stevie comes in, you know, and he's you know got his full headband on, you know, looking like Stevie Van Zandt, you know, so cool. And <laughs> Uh, we go up to him and it's our turn to, you know, go take a picture with them. And uh, I'm like, yeah, we're big fans. We're here for our honeymoon. And Heather gives him a hug and she goes, I've never been this turned on. <laughs> and Stevie looks at me and goes, oh man, should be a pretty good honeymoon. It gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tremendous story. It was so funny. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was just like classic. I don't know. Like, she was just like flustered. Like, oh my God. Hi, I've never been this turned on. <laughs> It's it's a very Heather thing to say as well. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, you you outkicked your coverage on that one, sir. Oh, not even close, dude. Are you kidding me? You knew me back when I was an intern at uh, KFAN and just uh, struggling around. Yeah, I've uh, definitely did okay for myself on that front. <laughs> you you guys are, are are headed to New York to to do the Bruce thing, which you're very excited about. Is there a way possible? that Heather could set up some sort of GoPro that's constantly fixed on your face during the show. Cause I would like to get, a, I would like to get a cry count and as well as, you know, I want, I want smiles and cries like training day. Cause that's how you, yeah. can t- that's how you figure out the streets of smiles and cries. Smiles and cries. I, I want yeah. two hours of GoPro footage of, of Dana Wessel's smiles and cries during the Bruce show. That's, that's, that's what I want in my life. Dude, honestly, yeah, if, if, it's, if it's at all possible, because trust me, yeah, it'll be just, I'll be beaming the entire time. Like, we're playing, and they're really, like, because Bruce comes and, like, just gets dropped off at the front door in a black Escalade. Right. We're planning on being there, like, you know, kind of like, they have, like, a little thing marked off where people can stand, and he says hi to everybody. Yeah, I plan on just being there all day and just smiling and crying all day. Yeah, I just can't believe it's actually real and it's actually happening. It's going to be amazing. You guys... Are you guys are going for like the weekend, right? No, we actually have a full week, which is nice. Ooh, so we have like beautiful. plenty of time to yeah check out the Hooters from Big Daddy and whatnot. <laughs> how many how many uh, times will you get wings from Hooters at Big Daddy's? At least one. I feel like I've tweeted about it so much that I have to but at least go to check it out at least one. They yeah, should, they should ro- like roll out the red carpet for you and like I mean, you you have to by far talk to about that place more than anyone on the planet so i feel like they should you know you gotta at least get like a free pitcher of beer or something i feel like uh, adam sandler doesn't even remember that there was a hooters in big daddy (laughs) at this point but but i've been i've been just just because it's funny so the the whole story happened because my best friend lucas he moved to new york uh after graduation to go take a job and i was like oh man big new york huh you gotta check out the hooters from big daddy 
And then that just kind of became like a running joke. And then it became something I put on Twitter all the time. Like anytime anyone's going to go to New York, oh, God, check out the Hooters from Big Daddy, you know, because obviously New York has so many like famous places and landmarks and historical monuments and stuff. But, oh, yeah, going to New York, Hooters from Big Daddy, got to check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you guys have like an itinerary of things that you're 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 trying to check out, or are you just gonna go and like freewheel it? Like, uh, what are you looking at doing for New York? Kind of freewheeling it. We have uh, tickets to see Jimmy Fallon on Wednesday when we're in town, so we're seeing Bruce on Friday, and then Fallon will be on Wednesday. So that's kind of cool that we have like uh, tickets to go check that out. I've never seen the taping of a Tonight Show or a Late Show, so that's kind of that's kind of cool. That should be pretty awesome as well because it's September and they're going to be leading into like all the fall shows. They're going to be starting. They, so you have a shot to have some pretty good guests there that night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm hoping something really cool that's there. Yeah, I have a former former intern that used to work on her show. She's now like a page at the show or. And then I know a guy who's like one of the like the lead producers and joke writers and stuff. So, yeah, we're hoping uh, we have a cool little cool. It'd be nice. Maybe The Rock will be there. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, The Rock, amazing. Are do you, are you in on Ballers? By the way, no. Should I get into it? I I enjoy Ballers. I mean, it's it's got so much Dwayne in it that it's. I mean, I don't know how you yeah. could be, but I mean, it's. And it's easy watch. It's like it's an HBO show. I mean, it's twenty seven minutes, and there's like twelve episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, I mean, uh, okay, that, that, that was like my question. Is, is it a half hour show or an hour show? So I'm glad there's a half hour show. That's yeah, it's a half hour. Digestible. It's, yeah, it's a half hour. It's it's got like a little bit of an entourage vibe, but like yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I thought too. And I, I actually enjoyed Entourage for as much shit as it got. It was you know it was an entertaining show. It's 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 certainly less douchey than that, but, it, but it's more okay. <laughs> you know, because it's you know, Adrian isn't in the show, therefore the douche fat and no Jeremy Pittman. The, exactly. That like just removing yeah. those two reduces the douche yeah. factor by like a hundred and twenty percent. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you're a lover of all things Dwayne, like I am, I mean, I definitely would bang it out you know Take it uh, maybe save it for this winter when you don't have anything going on you know and you're stuck inside when it's 20 below zero bang out a couple seasons of ballers yeah yeah uh, honestly like that's i'm writing that down right now too like i said i have a notepad going that's that's on my to-do list you and i both share a love of of wrestling we also share a love of movies mm-hmm. what uh have, have you seen anything recently that uh that you're real excited about have you been getting to the cinema I haven't given this in the uh, well, we intend, uh, well, we, we've talked about this, so we now have an Alamo draft house here in Minneapolis, or at least in the greater Minneapolis area, it's in Woodbury, but, uh, yeah, we went out there to watch the Mr. Rogers documentary when it was first opened, and, man, I'm telling you, that place is amazing, I can't wait for them to start doing some, like, cool screenings and fun stuff, because that's cool, I yeah. love that theater, I love I love what they've been doing for so long. I've been a fan of them, so the fact that we have one here in Minnesota is so cool to me. I feel like I feel like Uptown is definitely a spot where an, an Alamo Draft House would fit in. They just have to find you know a good property for it and a, and a place to put it. Right. They uh. And we have like and we have like the Lagoon Theater, which is amazing. You know, right in Lake Street. You know, the historic one, and uh, they they do cool midnight screenings too. Just I mean. They am really putting effort into it. It's just like, oh, hey, we're going to show you know Jurassic Park tonight, and so that's kind of cool on Friday and Saturdays. You can go check out a midnight movie there. But yeah, no, that I, I'm looking forward to like you know, I, like I think you told me like don't they do like Pitch Perfect sing alongs and stuff oh, absolutely. like that? Like, like, that's uh, awesome. 
we just we were out last night uh, doing. I was at the sketchiest dive bar slash karaoke place I've ever been to in my life last night. I mean, it was legit, like, dirty. But, like, also it was super fun. But, like, you'd look behind. Like, there was a – there's these two, like, beat-up old couches against the wall, and there's, like, a little, like, nightstand sort of, like, bench sort of thing in between. And you'd look behind, and there's, like – garbage that has probably been there for three or four months that's lovely um we were we were guessing on whether or not they'd actually um wash the glasses in between uh refilling our beers and and those sorts of things but if i figure there's so much alcohol i mean it just cleans them anyway it's totally fine that's yeah it kills the germs dude i'm pretty Don't much that's it. how si- <laughs> i'm pretty much i'm pretty sure that's how science works yeah, totally, hundred percent. But so we were out and and doing that, and uh, Nikki and a couple of her new friends. So she's into this true. Uh, Heather's into this true crime sort of stuff too, right? She into is she into that? Oh yeah, big time. Like, I uh, sorry, I just uh, put muted the phone for a second but yeah no like does it ever worry you like how much you're into it like are, is, is there something we should know like oh yeah yeah I feel like no, they i'm could... definitely i'm definitely worried about it but she's in this like she's into this whole like murderino thing like it's this okay so anyway she has gone to a few meetups and some of the people she met she put together this little karaoke outing last night so a bunch of them were there but we were they were talking about going to to do a, a draft house sort of thing, and one of the one of the movies that was coming up in a couple of weeks is they're doing a, a clueless uh, dinner like a movie party. So, yeah, there's all kinds oh, of stuff that's going bad on. Ass. So. Clueless is a solid flick. I saw Clueless in the theater when it came out originally. That Did was you? A, that I was only a saw it. Yes, I, I I used to go to I used to go to Video Update, and that'd be one of the ones I rented. Clueless, I saw, I think the same summer was Clueless and Mission Impossible 1. The original, yeah. I saw both of those. I was staying with my grandmother, and I would walk to the movie theater and just go and hang Uh out because it was in the middle of the summer, and I I don't think her uh, house had uh, air conditioning. So in the middle of the day, I was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find something to do, and I just go sit in the movie. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go peace out and find, uh, find the movie theater where it's exactly. got the AC going. I was like, oh, clueless. I'm definitely sure this is a movie targeted for me. And then I ended up loving it. <laughs> plus, what a, what a Paul, Paul Rudd's Rudd, uh, finest moment. Paul Rudd is just delightful. Yeah. And he, he doesn't – He's, I mean, you know, he looks exactly the same in that movie as he does in Ant Man, except for the abs that he has in Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, did you ever? So speaking of Paul Rudd, did you ever know that bit that him and uh, Conan O'Brien used to do? What which bit is that? So they would do this bit where you know he'd be on the show and you know like plugging the movie and like all right, well you know here's a you know here's a clip from you know freaking whatever the movie was. And they would just play the same clip from this old random like ET knockoff from the eighties. <laughs> they would just play that clip every single time, <laughs> and and they would do it to the point where like so like they play it and then you know they've done it so many times they come back and Paul's like all right well here's the deal uh, like the studio like actually gets mad that I do this you know playing this clip so like 
here's the actual clip from, you know, the movie I'm in. It's, you know, it comes out on Friday. I hope you all check it out. And then they replay the clip again. <laughs> that's just tremendous. Like that's, that's an absolutely beautiful way to, to keep every, everybody uh, in on, on what's going on. So, we are headed into uh, fall movie season. Have you have you looked at it? I know that you you are one to uh, knock out uh, the movie uh, previews and reviews for uh, the Go website. Mm-hmm. Have you have you had a chance to look and see what's going on or anything that's coming up that you're interested in? Well, I'm starting to go see uh, um, Crazy Rich Asians that just killed at the box office this weekend. I wanted to go check that one out uh, earlier, but see, yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, other than that, I really haven't looked too forward to anything. Is there anything good that uh, needs to be on my radar, Dustin? I'm what definitely, I'm definitely intrigued uh, by a movie called A Star Is Born that's coming out in October with uh, Lady Gaga. Oh and yeah, Cooper. for sure. That's, yeah, no, uh, that's as you know that that's big in my household. That, we watch yeah. that trailer uh, almost every night. <laughs> that's right in the that's right in the Heather wheelhouse for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a big one that we're going to check out. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. You know, this is the third incarnation of that movie they've made. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So they've, uh, like, Dolly Parton was in one back in the day. And, yeah, no, it'll be cool, though, to see Lady Gaga. I mean, you just hear her voice in the in the trailer and it just kills you. You know, she's so good. And Bradley Cooper, you know, playing the old aged alcoholic, you know, like, it just works. Yeah, I mean, that's basically a just-take-my-money situation. Yeah, that's just one of those ones where you see they're like, "Yep, okay, I don't need." You could even told me before the trailer. I'm like, "Yep, just take my money. This is this is it for me." So I also uh, Creed no, Creed Two. I'm very excited about that one too. Yeah, absolutely. On, uh, can I can I make a confession? Yes, I've never actually seen Creed all the way through. What the hell's wrong with you, dude? I don't know. I've I swear I saw the theater on, three times. I cried every single time. I have it on my computer. I started watching it once. And something came up or something happened and I never went back to it. And every time I see it like on Hulu or anywhere, I'm like, God, I got to go back and watch Creed. And I just have never done it. And it has like, I mean, it's Michael B. Jordan. I'm, uh, how could I not love it? But I just, I've never gotten back to finish it. So before the second one comes out, I definitely will finish it. But you got to make me that promise right now that you'll watch Creed I'm, all the way through. I'm fi- I'm glad that I could finally confess that to you. So I felt like I was holding back in our friendship that I hadn't been honest with. Yeah, I'm I'm glad point. you at least did it. You know, like you know, to my voice. You know, we're not face to face right now. We're on the phone, but you know, because if you had said on the internet, like I might have like broken something, and been upset with you. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad I, you you're you're man enough to just admit it to me here. Uh, you know, voice to voice. I didn't. I didn't try to just like slide it through in an obscure tweet that you might not have noticed. I actually was, you know, I just I I, I want to make sure that I'm being upfront and honest with you at all times, Dana. Who's we, we have that sort of a special relationship. We do, we do, and I'm excited for you to get your birthday present. By the way, it should yeah. be there on uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. But, so I sent it on Friday. I apologize. It was such a long week and everything, but. I'm, I I'm really, I'm just, I'm gonna hold it against Ben because had he stayed upright and not broken his head, I probably would already have my birthday present right now. Exactly, Thanks and lot, ben. so I go, yeah. So, so I went to FedEx and I was like, yeah, and you know, I need to get the ship to does. It. it was funny too. The last time I had been to that FedEx, and my FedEx account was like to you for your birthday a year ago, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, we can do it. Uh, we can, you know, airship it, uh, be there by tomorrow for like $182. I'm like, ah, I think Dustin's okay in three days. He'll yeah, be all right. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll go, go with the, always go with the budget option. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could, I could get there tomorrow. But yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll slot that one wait a little bit. I'm we'll, be, I am, be there in three business days. I am definitely excited to to add to my uh, Dana Wessel uh, birthday collection because I kid you not, that Dave Grohl pillow that you got for me is on our couch right now. I lay my head on Dave Grohl's face at least five or six times a week. Do you think about me or do you think about Dave Grohl when you lay down on that pillow? Well, I'm I'm a little kinky, so I usually both. think about both of yeah. you. <laughs> if I'm if I'm being in in interest of full disclosure, I gave you the creed info. I, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and just be like, you know, let's let's be honest. I mean, in fairness, well, I appreciate in, that. In fairness, <laughs> it's usually I'm thinking about like all the good times that the three of us would have together, having you know a shot of Jack or sitting around talking about tunes and chicks and stuff like that. Not anything just weird. having nachos and hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah not anything weird. I mean, we no, were, no, no, we were no, all no. In our, we were all in our underwear, but that wasn't weird. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just normal. That's just standard, you know, Saturday. So right, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Real quick, let's 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 knock out. There's a couple more uh, movies. I, I I'm jumped on Screen Rant's uh, fall movie preview page and just seeing if there's anything interesting. Yeah. It looks like uh, they're bringing back The Predator next month. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, Shane Black, who did uh, did uh, Iron Man three. Uh, is mm-hmm. the uh, director of that? Eh, probably wait for video on that. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those ones that like can't really give me a theater. But now that I'm thinking about other ones, I'm kind of excited about the Halloween reboot that they're doing, kind of yeah. thing with Jamie Lee Curtis. Here's uh here's another one right in the uh, the Wessel household uh, go zone called a simple flavor. Or, I'm sorry, a simple favor, starring the okay. the legend. The love of both of our lives, the one and only Anna Kendrick. Oh, she's she's got one coming out this fall. A, a simple favor. I'm going to just read the logline here. A simple favor, yeah, yeah, directed yeah. by Paul Feig, centers around Stephanie Anna Kendrick, a mommy vlogger who seeks to uncover the truth behind her best friend Emily Blake Lively's sudden disappearance from their small town. Stephanie is joined Ooh. by Emily's husband Sean. In this stylish thriller filled with twists and betrayals, secrets and revelations, love and loyalty, murder and revenge. That That is a movie that is going to hit on both your love of Anna Kendrick and your wife's uh-huh. uh, murder obsession, I think. So that's definitely, that's definitely in your guys' uh, wheelhouse, I think. I was just going to say, yeah, it's tough to get, uh, other than like a Pitch Perfect, you know, because Heather's into those. Like, it's tough to get her to see a... Uh, see uh anna kendrick flick so but this one like you said right in that murder wheelhouse right in that suspense right in that thriller type zone so that's perfect so i believe i've i've seen the trailer for this movie and again it's called a simple favor so you may want to go on the Mm -hmm. youtube pop that bad boy up on the screen let her see it so she can appreciate uh, what's going on. So she knows that you're not just trying to sneak her into a uh, Anna Kendrick movie. So you can just, <laughs> so you can just stare at Anna Kendrick on a 40 foot screen for two hours. Yeah. Just stare at her the entire time. Yeah. No, I like her. head that you're, you're, you're a beauty Dustin. I appreciate it. Looks like we're also getting a uh, Robert Redford movie called the old man and the gun uh, about a dude who escaped from San Quentin prison at the age of 70 and then went on a crime spree. Oh, wow. All right. We got. Uh, it's got Redford. I'll, I'll, ch- I'll check it out just because of Redford. But we got uh, Venom, which is a comic book movie with uh, Tom Hardy. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Anything of interest? Uh, 
at bad times at the El Royale. Hmm. Mm. Looks like Don Draper's in that bad boy. <laughs> I love you so calm Don Draper because I do too. We got uh, every time I see him, it's like, oh yeah, it's Don Draper. Oh heck yes! There's a space movie called First Man with uh, Gos- Ryan Gosling, directed by Damien Chazelle. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, that's the one about uh, the first moon landing. Yep, I'm in for that. Uh, I'm in for that. I'm in, the, I, I'm in for anything Gosling. We got uh, the new Halloween flick coming out October 19th. Yeah, I think that one would be kind of cool, actually, with Jamie Lee. Now this is now this is not a this is not a fall movie. This is a movie that I think is actually coming out next weekend. Do you know about this dirty puppet movie that's coming out? The uh, Happy Time. Yeah, Murders? the one with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've seen the trailer and stuff, but I have don't you, I don't know a ton the, about it. Have but. you seen the super dirty red band trailer? No, do I need to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a whole thing with puppets and lotion and like uh, yeah, you should <laughs> yeah, you definitely should go go work that in. I, that's gonna definitely be a see uh, a must see for me. Oh, they're finally bringing out that uh, Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, with Freddie Mercury. Oh, that'll be another good one. Yeah, have you seen the trailer for that? By the way, I it have. Looks so good. It's good time. It looks like good times. Let's see. Anything else of interest? This is getting us to October. Uh, you know what we're not getting as a as a Marvel movie this fall. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's probably the when does the new Avengers come out? Is it next spring? Uh, next May. Next May? Okay, yeah, yep. so next May. Yeah, we are getting. Uh, we do get uh, Captain Marvel. I think comes out in February. That'll be the uh, that'll give us a little clue on uh, maybe what's happening. What's going on in the yeah? Who's who's alive and who's dead? Maybe. <laughs> November 21st, Creed 2 hits the big screen. Creed 2. That's a big one for me, man. I cannot wait for that. Uh, da, 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 da. Nothing looks good there. That's a, it's a little, looking a little rough there. Uh, oh, we're getting an animated Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man what? Into Why? the Spider-Verse. Oh, by who? Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Phil Lord and when's Christopher it, Miller. The creative minds behind the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street bring their unique talents to a fresh vision of a different Spider-Man universe with groundbreaking visual style, the first of its kind. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse introduces Brooklyn teen Miles Morales and the limitless possibilities of the Spider-Verse. They were the dudes that were originally in charge of Solo before they got fired for uh, Ron Howard. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think I do believe that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Um, isn't there, like, a new uh, Adventures of Spider-Man, like the new one with uh, – who's the guy that plays it now in the Marvel Universe? Tom that Holland? good as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's amazing as Spider-Man. Like, yeah, yeah, there'll be, I, a, there'll I'm be not, another not, Spider-Man movie that comes out. I think uh, next – Is it? when is the Spider-Man 2 movie coming out? I don't know. It's uh, – I, I just love Marissa Tomei as uh, Aunt uh, – whatever her name is. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Aunt May, Aunt May, yeah, that was so good. She was she killed that, and so did he. He was great, especially in Avengers too. I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but uh, I definitely that was one of the things I appreciated was how good he was in Avengers. Yeah, Spider Man Far From Home comes out July 5th next summer. So okay, so, we get Avengers so and then we get Spider Man. Okay, cool. Well, that'd be a fun summer then. Here's here's a movie I'm gonna guess is probably in your wife's re- wheelhouse. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, she's so excited about that, yeah. 
with uh, we saw with Emily Blunt and Lin Manuel Miranda doing the music. I'm in for that. Yeah, we saw a trailer for that, and she like almost started crying. She was so excited. <laughs> and is DC finally going to get off the Schneid and make another good movie as they bring Aquaman to this big screen? Uh, fart noise. No. <laughs> <laughs> the pre. I will say this. I I've, I've seen the preview, uh, the trailer up on the big screen, and it looks really, really good. So, I'm I'm hopeful. You uh, well, you know, you know, I'm a loyal. I'm a loyalist to the original uh, Vinny Chase uh, version of Aquaman. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll we'll see if I if I can uh, stomach this one because you know I'm a loyalist. <laughs> That's right. You are. You're committed. To, you're a uh, you're a one Aquaman sort of man. <laughs> last uh, last thing, let's talk about. Uh, we never actually had the conversation. Uh, I know that I had told you that I had went to see it and loved it. What did you think about Mission Impossible Fallout? I loved it actually. It was good, dude. It was really good. That like, movie was amazing. so intense. Yeah, like the entire way through, and I I love how those movies keep getting better and better. You know what I mean? Because you're like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise is kind of a weirdo, but like every single Mission Impossible just goes hard, and I love them. Can I tell you how excited I was that they gave us like a full like long pan Tom Cruise running scene, almost like flying yeah. in the face that they know everyone makes fun of Tom Cruise's running. So they just put in like mm-hmm. a full one minute sequence of him oh, yeah. just running full out for a long way. It's just like, and it was perfect too. So yeah, brilliant. it was it's just it, fantastic. It, it was like it was like it was like a wink, wink, nod, nod thing, and I definitely appreciated it in the theater. I was sitting there, I was like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> that is a movie I'm definitely glad I saw on a large format screen. I'm I'm a little bit obsessed with uh, I I don't do IMAX. But I'm a loyalist to AMC theaters, and down here they have the AMC or the Dolby Cinemas at AMC. Have you been into one of those? Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, they have one at Southdale. Yeah, I've been there too. Yeah, it's I like next level. Next, I try next to see. Level shit. I try to see every movie in that format. I mean, I mean, you don't need to see like a, like a little like more of an art house sort of movie in that sort of format. But those bigger, but any type of big action movie, yeah. yeah, it's 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 something that uh, that I really try to make a concerted effort of of seeing the the movies on that screen because I don't understand I don't understand people that wait for movies to come out like like an Avengers movie to then watch it on their phone. Yeah, why would you do that? It's meant to be seen on a huge screen and with other people. Like that's not even one of my favorites. So like when big Avengers movies like that come out, you know, seeing it with other like-minded people that are just there and, you know, enjoying it and just taking it all in and so much fun. That the first, the first night, cause I saw Avengers back to back nights when I watched nice. it the first night, it was so much fun because everyone is there and is so excited. This is like 10 years in the making that we're finally getting this movie and this right. the excitement and everything the energy the, oh god yeah. it was so great when uh when robert downey jr switches into you know he pulls the string on his little his little gimmick there and and all of a sudden his he becomes iron man out of nowhere like the pop in our theater was so oh, tremendous god. the problem the problem was people were popping so hard for all of the lines that i missed that you always missed a lot of it, i'm like son that. of a bitch what did he just say yeah I've I've made up for that. I think I've watched Infinity War 
uh, since it's come out on digital. I, th- I think I've watched it three times in the last like That's week awesome, and a half. Dude. That's awesome. The first the first twenty five minutes of that movie, I absolutely adore. The uh, mm-hmm. the Thanos stuff at the very beginning, and then when they uh, are in New York in the first battle sequence, right up until uh, right up until Thor is picked up by the Guardians, like that first twenty five minutes or so, I could watch that over and over again. It just I Who's love it. I love, every I love bit of that. It. And I'm such a mark for Marvel, and and I know. And what's funny is because I love Superman and 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 Batman, I love those characters so much. But the movies that they've pumped out lately just are not what I want. They're just shit. Yeah, DC is going to continue just taking L's all the time because like you you need you need smart, talented people to you know take care of those characters and make good movies, and they definitely don't have that right now. So I'm hoping that James Wan now didn't James Wan spark uh something for fast and furious that franchise doesn't didn't james wan have a hand in in some of the stuff for for those movies yeah james wan did uh fast five which is kind of like the resurgence and fast six so yeah when when my franchise lost him i was kind of bummed you know because yeah, like, so- he he did he did he did such a good job like he just master craft at what he does and was able to like helm those films together so well so that that's my hope for Aquaman is that James Wan brings that fast fast five fast six brings some of that in and and can kind of jump re jumpstart this whole thing and get it back. Re jumpstart the DC universe. Did I just yeah, no, I get that. Is, is re jumpstart even a word? Yeah, I don't think it is actually. No, no, <sighs> think about it. No, I think you either need to jumpstart something or it hasn't been, so you need to just jumpstart it again. <laughs> or well, you don't you can't re jumpstart something. This is why I have a podcast, Dana, and why you have a morning show. Exactly. So. <laughs> well, this has been fun, Dustin. It has. I think on that note, we'll wrap it up. Let's uh, let's get. Why don't you plug some stuff? Tell people where they can hear you, where they can find you on the the tweets and the Instagram. Tell you know, tell the people some stuff about you. Yeah, no, they can just follow me at at Dana Wessel on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we do a morning show called Ben Dana and Giselle. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. You can find us on an app or whatever. Yeah, blah blah blah. All that. Go download. Stuff. Go download the uh, Go app. You can uh, listen to it from pretty much anywhere. It's uh, it's definitely a good time. I highly recommend Friday Jams. If you interact with them on social media, they definitely will uh, will retweet you and and talk to you back, uh, give you some feedback. Is Ben going to be feeling better at some point? Do we need to send him some pie? Is he like Popeye? He doesn't need spinach. He needs some pie to get to feeling better. Do we need to make that happen? Yeah, I mean, he's a pie. He's a pie guy. So yeah, I mean, we uh, hopefully he'll be back this week at some point. We're hoping. All right. Well, we're all uh, we're all wishing him the best. Thank you so much. I think we're going to make this like got um, like a monthly ish sort of thing. If you're down for that. Sure, yeah, monthly, weekly, whatever you want, man. I'm always down to shout out to you. You know that I mean we talk anyway all the time, so I might as well just record it and let other people let, you, know, you know put it out to the people. Exactly. Give exactly. the people what they want. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. That's another edition of just the white just, Jesus, I can't even close out my own show. Let's try this again. <laughs> say, you did a better job plugging my show than you did your own podcast. Well, you know, I'm I'm always better at putting other people over than putting myself over. Yeah, you are. As evidenced by the 25 minutes that we spent talking about Giselle. Anyway, (laughs) that's it for this edition of Just Another White Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next time. We'll have more fun. Talk about all kinds of nerdy things. Stay, Stay with us. 
Thank you so much. Make sure that, uh, what is it, like, subscribe, follow. I don't know, whatever the kids tell you at the end of those YouTube things. What do the kids do these days? Yeah, yeah just, tell, do just do that for this podcast. Share it with people. We really appreciate it. Thank you, much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thank you, Dana. That's it. Just another White Guys podcast. Always protect the five hole. Too much. Oh, it hurt. Oh, it hurt. Too much. Too much. Oh. It's too big. It was too much.